This is URN. Hello and welcome to They Think It Is All Doha, the official URN preview of the World Cup. In this review, we're going to be talking about every single nation that has qualified, even the rubbish ones like Wales. Sorry, Ben Watson, sorry. But every nation's covered. We've got a little bit of help from the Chatty Night Champions. This is the podcast extra, so we really do appreciate all your listens. Thank you very much. Go well and keep it URM. We're going to start with Qatar. Very, very interesting Qatar. Obviously, what's going on off the pitch, as we've talked about on various podcasts. Um, let's go to Tanoush here. Home nation have always had really big sort of standings at World Cups. You look at Russia making yep. it to the quarterfinals last time. Brazil did quite well until the absolute calamitous end. South Africa did a lot better than people expected. Yeah. Germany and even South Korea made got it to ooh, the semi-finals, I want to say. So they've done fantastically yeah. well. USA did very well in 1994. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a bonus to have a home nation. Can Qatar do well from this? Or is their group with Holland, Ecuador and Senegal a little bit too tough for them? They can't do it. Lovely positivity, nice and short. <laughs> um, they've had, got, had a draw against Chile. They're not a bad side. They've beaten Honduras, Panama and Albania, who've all qualified for World Cup events yeah. in their build-up. A little bit of talks about bribes. Now, Charlotte, I'm going to come to you as our legal officer here. Um, <laughs> not sure why I've given you that title, but congratulations. Thank you. Um, do you think there's any truth behind these rooms of bribes? And do you think maybe... This could be quite an interesting World Cup to watch <laughs> Qatar, maybe. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. Archie, as actually probably the most mature one here, do you believe these bribes? To be fair, yeah, you, you do believe it because it's Qatar and, yes. and all of the things around <laughs> yeah. the World Cup that we're talking about, really, at the moment. You've seen various, not scandals, really, but just disappointments for me. Like yeah. people not being able to drink beer, or if you yeah. can, it's really expensive. Yeah. Just obviously everything around the environmental and ethical mm. aspect of the World Cup and of Qatar as a whole so I wouldn't be surprised if they were bribing uh, they make it spicy and 1978 the Argentinian team were accused of bribery they needed six goals to get through the second group stage which is a bizarre feature of the tournament they beat Peru 10-1 yeah interesting right got to move on that's going to be the nature of the show Holland very very interesting team this is the first time they've been at a World Cup since 2014 that amazing goal it's the Van Persie header isn't it I'm thinking of that absolute diving header Denise remembers it well VVD Depay and I'm so excited for this Burnley striker Archie's an absolute massive Burnley fan you can just tell with the voice huge Burnley (laughs) fan he's just like Jordan North Uh, Vuti Veghorst will be on the plane with Holland Holland should get out of this group's top, shouldn't they, Archie? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's uh, it's a pr- pretty interesting group in terms mm. of uh, the pl- uh, the teams in there. You've got mm. Qatar, which everyone doesn't think is going to have too much of a chance. Mm. And then the other teams, I think Holland probably touches it um, mm. just a, just enough. But Ecuador and Senegal have uh, have got their sort mm. of good uh, goods goods as well yeah. um, to bring to Holland. Uh, but I think yeah, they're probably going to be too strong and actually top the group. The Dutch don't have a great record at World Cups and actually winning them made it to three finals and lost all three that must be devastating Virgil van Dijk's had a tough time at Liverpool which we've talked about a lot on the big Monday night in six till seven every Monday night Charlotte as an Evertonian you must be loving this sort of downturn in VVD's form do you think he might be able to turn it back on though for Qatar for Qatar well, no, at Qatar. Oh, at Qatar. Uh, yeah, probably. It wouldn't surprise me if they actually tried to buy him. <laughs> which would be quite interesting if Qatar did just try and buy players who couldn't go. Because Haaland's not going. No. So that would be quite interesting. Right, moving on. So we, so should we say for Haaland, topping the group probably could make a little bit of a deep run, Danish? Yeah, I think so. I mm. think uh, my prediction would be Haaland and Senegal to go through mm. that group. Uh, I think both teams are very capable. Mm. I, I mean, Qatar and Ecuador can't really put up a lot of fight against those two top teams. Mm. 
So. I'd say they top the group, but I don't know how, how far they're going to get past that because yeah. I look at other groups and, and the mm. teams there do actually look stronger. This is a, is a bit of a, not a weak group as such, but um, I think Holland have got quite lucky with the draw, if yeah. you see what I mean, yeah. especially with Ecuador, Ecuador and Qatar, especially. They are two teams that you should, uh, you should really be beating if you're Holland. Senegal-Holland is going to be a great game. Um, now, Danush, you've done a bit of research on Senegal. Yeah. Um, what can we expect to see from them? Okay, so Senegal have got a pretty decent team. Um, a lot of their players do play in Europe, uh, although they don't have a lot of minutes. But they do have top, top players, especially in the defence with Koulibaly um, manning the back line and um, uh, Edouard Mendy between the sticks. Mm. Uh, obviously, Sadio Mane is going to be a big, big miss. But in their past um, World Cup appearances, they've done quite well. I mean, their first appearance was in 2002. Uh, Japan, Korea. Mm. They got to the quarterfinals. Um, they didn't qualify since until Russia, yeah. where they got. Well, they only ended up in the group stages and mm. they got knocked out. Wasn't that on bookings? Weirdly, it, it was. was it, yeah, because it got down to sort of Japan played this really boring sort of pass along the back. Yeah, because they just needed the results to stay the same. Yeah. No goals could go in. Yeah, and they just didn't play for bookings, and they hope. Hopefully they'll be able to get out of the group stage this time. Yeah. Ecuador's the last team in Group A. Caicedo for Brighton. Now, Kieran's not actually on the show today. It's his birthday. So, happy birthday, Kieran, at time of recording. Happy 21st birthday. But I think we can all agree, Holland and Senegal should be leaving this group. Ecuador, not in the best of form. Don't quite have those star players that Senegal have. But, yeah, I'm going to say we can all agree. Holland, Senegal from that group. Yeah. Right, the next team is England. Everyone's had an opinion on this. We've done full podcasts on the team selection. Arch, you hosted the Thursday rotational show with it. Mm-hmm. And there were so many, so many players that we could talk about. What's everyone's expectations going into this tournament, Archie? Expectations are, of course, uh, you've got to be managed. You, you, you've got to say they're going to do okay, uh, but hope hope for the best, but not expect the best. But I do think they can go quite deep in this this tournament. It's only it's the only thing I worry about is the sort of round of sixteen games. If mm, the draw yes. doesn't go quite well, because then you know, possibly got France. Yes. So that's a bit of a tricky one. I don't know whether that's uh, that's going to go the way of the Brits, but yeah. uh, you know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I hope it's going to be entertaining, at least, for, for England fans. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people been worried about the style of play that Southgate's brought in, Dinesh. Rumoured that we're going to be play, playing a five-back against Iran, the first game. Yep. What does that say to you about Southgate's mentality? Um, I think it's not more that he's going to be he's going to play safe and you know be very, very defensive just to get through. But it's more of he's going to try, he's going to try these group stages to kind of set that back five formation and yeah. gel in the players into that formation just mm. so they can be a lot more prepared for knockout stages. Mm. Because we've got, I mean, arguably we've got a fairly easy group. Um, I think Iran's not going to put up much of a fight, yeah. touch wood. <laughs> That's um, becoming what they think is all Doha special with you. It is, yeah. You're just so superstitious, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, USA, they're all right, but we've got a fairly easy group. Mm. And um, it, it's a great time to start kind of experimenting uh, mm. and try and set in the new uh, kind of formation. Charlotte, there's a lot of been said by the media about England for this World Cup. You can clearly see it's gone semi-final, final. There's now an expectation to win the World Cup. Do England have the players to do that, do you think? I think we've got them. It's just whether they turn up on mm. the pitch on the day. But we've definitely got the them both in the starting eleven and the rest of the squad. We've got the players mm. to is, perform well. Is there anyone you're especially excited to watch <laughs> that maybe get to cheer on? Because Everton, 
don't ha- always have the most exciting players, shall we say? Well, we've got two in the squad. So we've got obviously mm. Pickford mm. and Connor Cody. So if we play back at the uh, five at the back, Connor Cody might be in mm. with a shout yeah. of starting. Mm. I do feel sorry for Connor Cody because he went through all of the Euros last year and bar the goalkeepers, didn't play a single minute. The only person not to play a single minute. So poor Connor Cody. He must just be a great laugh around the dressing room. Yeah. Right, I'm going to have to pin you guys down now. Where will England go out of the groups? So it will be round 16, quarters, semi-final, final or win. I'm going to need one word, well, one hyphenated word answers, because I know Archie just had a smug grammar grin on his face. Round of 16. Okay, it's very hyphenated. Uh, One of them's a number. I'm going to say semi-finals. Lovely optimism there, Archie. Charlotte? Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, yep. I mean, it's going to depend who we get in Mm. the uh, knockout stages. I mean, if Gareth Southgate can do madness and kind of do what he did in Russia and predict the best line of route mm. for us to go to where yeah. to end up in the group and all Genius. that stuff. <laughs> like, Throw the final game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think if he does the same thing, if he replicates it, we can get through to the semis again. Lovely. What about you, Dom? What do you think? I am very negative. I think we all know that. Um, get out of the group, are we then? <laughs> I'm not going out of the group, but I think the groups could be very difficult. Um, we'll move on to Wales next um, when Ben gets here. We'll go to Iran. Iran have got two absolute giant centre backs, mm-hmm. proper sort of seventies style, six foot one million <laughs> sort of beasts. Um, a lot's going on with Iran off the pitch, which Gareth Southgate was asked about. How? And, right, he's an England manager. He's not a politician. I do feel sorry for everyone yeah. there. They've got an all right side. Kareem Zafaria did score against United in the Europa Conference or Europa League. Which one? Which one are you in? Sorry, oh, Man United fans. The Europa League. The Europa League. Okay, so it's not all bad. No, it's not all bad. <laughs> you but are in Europe at least. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. Trust, isn't it? trust, I'd love to be in Europe again. Something. <laughs> <laughs> but Iran could cause problems. Um, they're going to play a very low block. How do you think England, who will also be playing five at the back, Archie, how do you think they can break them down, do you think? Oh, it's going to be tricky for Iran, I think. They're, they're always the underdogs going into into this group and the games against England and Wales especially, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I think they're just going to have to try and sort of hold hold out for the 1-0 win. The sort Something of like Alamo that. style. Yeah, the sort definitely. Of, no one's going to go for... Do you remember when uh, Chelsea played Barcelona in 2010-11 when they just had two very clear lines of defence? I think Iran will really be defensive and nitty and gritty yeah. so that's not going to be the best game to watch but we're going to have full post-match coverage of it on the big Monday night in on Monday night of course 6 till 7 that'll be a really fun episode I think a few jars might have been drunk by then but I'm sure it'll be very, be funny. very professional <laughs> Ofcom will be listening so it won't be it won't be anything bad USA the other team in the group um, now it's very rare we have someone of such high calibre in the studios uh, Danush is the LeBron James of Yarn Sport. Hello, hello. What would you like to say about the LeBron James of uh, soccer? Uh, <laughs> Christian Pulisic <laughs> leading his boys uh, USA to the World Cup. Um, he's a decent player. He mm. hasn't played a lot. He hasn't done a lot for Chelsea mm. this season, to be fair. Um, but I think if he turns up for USA, um, they have a decent chance of getting through. I mean, they've got quite a good set of players as well. Um, a lot of Premier League players, a lot of young ones as well. Mm. Um, it's it's quite a young squad, quite a promising squad. Mm. Um, if they have a competent manager who doesn't think it's American football... So you are aware Ted Lasso's not a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> you are aware, didn't you? <laughs> Is it actually not? No, no, no. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking now, hang on. <laughs> but yeah, the US should be very interesting. And actually, speaking of, you know, 
American footballers in the uh, World Cup. Me and Jake last night recorded a really fun podcast teaching people about the positions of American football with soccer positions. So we had players like Patrick Mahomes and Tua uh, mm-hmm. in, as centre midfielders because they distribute the ball mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we're trying to teach you guys a little bit about American football. But I'd love to see a few American footballers play. Tyreek Hill, uh, Dolphins wide receiver, is so fast he could get into the 4 by 100 team for the US men's racing at the Ooh. Olympics with his pads on. So maybe they might need to branch out if they need a quick wide man like Dan James. Now, Charlotte, <laughs> the US have a very good record against England. Do you remember the 1-1 draw against England in 2010? Is that seared into your mind? No. Uh, this, I'd be six, so it, that's a bit long ago okay. for me to remember. Archie, do you remember it? I do remember it. <sighs> One of the worst nights as an England fan. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. The Rob Green moment. And yeah. also, they beat England 1-0 in Bella Horizonte in 1950 for an awful result and it was so bad obviously there wasn't telecommunications like we have now that when the scoreline USA won England nil was sent home they thought they'd missed a one out on the England score meaning they thought England would have won 10-1 that's how confident they thought England were the guy who scored a goal was a part-time plumber in New York City so it just shows the World Cup has changed quite a bit but USA versus England is a game that's gone on for years Right, that is that group. We'll leave Wales for Benedict mm-hmm. Watson of the Knots in Wales podcast, our Welsh specialist. We'll have a big conversation about Brennan Johnson and Kiefer Moore, I am sure. Argentina, a lot of people are excited about Argentina. Um, does anyone want to have a go at talking about Argentina and Messi and what this means for him? Does anyone? Denise, take the mic. All right, so <clears throat> we have two goats entering this World Cup, which may as well be their last. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. And I think we all know that Argentina has a lot more... Uh, potential than the Portuguese squad. They have a better manager. They have a better squad. They have a better goat, really. Mm. Um, and I think the dressing room is a lot more un- uh, united in Argentina than in Portugal. Mm. Because we have seen... I mean, if it has to be either of those two players, I'd go for Messi, 100%. Mm. And having won the Copa America... Mm. Um, Finishing off with the World Cup in his possibly last World Cup mm. will be an amazing sight to see because they got to the finals once they have been hard done by, mm. uh, and they they've got a really really good squad. Mm. It's a really good squad, as you said. The Messi Maradona debate is something that's always plagued Messi. They both played at Barcelona, both played for Argentina. Messi has never won until a few years ago a trophy for Argentina. How much do you think it would mean, Charlotte, for Messi to finally break this curse of years of, I think since 1990, without Argentina winning a World Cup? Probably a lot, because yeah. as Danush said, it probably is his last World Cup. Mm. Um, so if he wins it, it's going to mean the world to him. Mm, it would, it really would. And you saw, have you seen the clip of him just after the 2014 World Cup where he's just, he's not sad as such, he's just sort of, he's not there yeah. in that moment. Mm. It's, it's really horrific, horrific to watch as a sort of, lover of the man on the pitch, you, you do want best for him. Argentina famed for maybe being a little bit dirty, Archie. Mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, Mexico and Poland, is there a spicy game in there? I think their game against Poland could get 
Robert Lewandowski versus Messi is surely going to be an exciting that's, game. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Mm. I think that's going to be a, uh, an interesting one. It's going to be quite entertaining. Hopefully, mm. goals flying in mm. all over the place. The other two games, not quite sure they're going to be able to match You're not excited them. for Saudi Arabia Argentina? Oh, it's going to be cracking. <laughs> yeah, Saudi Arabia, not, uh, yeah, not going to be uh, carrying too much into this World Cup. Mexico could bring it to Argentina. Sometimes mm. they uh, they have something up their sleeve. But this, this World Cup, they don't quite have the calibre of squad mm. as they have at the previous World Cups. You know, mm. Johanna. Is um, that have been at the uh, previous World Cups really entertained? I think they're going to struggle in this group this time. So Argentina should be able to to get through that quite easily and, and actually go quite far. I don't I don't know if they're going to win it. I've always got my reserved. Oh, who've you got? Who've you got? I, I think it's going to be Brazil. Interesting. Ooh, that yeah. is very interesting. We'll come on to that later. Erin mm. has Argentina in the URN sweepstakes. Now I have Argentina in the Allen family sweepstakes, which I'm very excited about. Very excited. Guess who I've also got? Wales. So I'm Welsh on double sides. Not too pleased about that, but I'm sure Ben's going to teach me how to be a proud Welshman. Saudi Arabia are trying to make their second round of 16 ever, but in a tough group with Mexico, Poland and World Cup favourite 11-2 to at Argentina, it's going to be quite difficult for Saudi Arabia to get out of this group, Charlotte, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be very I, I don't think you know much about Saudi Arabian football. Uh, I can't lie, I don't know. Okay, I think you're going to Actually, <laughs> no. I'm actually one of their biggest fans. They have a lovely kit. I know that for a fact. The kit's they do lovely. have a lovely kit. Lovely sort of green number with a lovely eagle, but I don't think they're going to get any points. Can you see them, Danush, getting a single point from this tournament? Or is um, it just the experience for them? I think if they hold a very 11-man back line, mm. they, can, they can get a draw. <laughs> no keeper. No keeper, just, a, just, just a complete line. Complete blockage of the whole Love goal. Love it. Uh, they can get a point against Mexico, <laughs> but I can't see anything otherwise. Right, very interesting. We were going to put Saudi Arabia for maybe the least amount of points in this tournament. <laughs> I, I genuinely can't see. I can imagine Qatar buying a win, okay? <laughs> Costa Rica have got a tough group, but I can't see a harder group for a single team after that. Now, I'm going to try and say a little bit of Spanish, so I do apologise. The Cuido Partido. What do you think that means? Quiero partido. Yep, okay, Denise has absolutely smashed it. Archie, what do you think that means? <laughs> Quiero partido. I don't know. You partido. actually have a very good Spanish accent. I was very impressed oh, by that. I know partido means game. Yes. Quiero means I want. Beautiful game. Quiero. 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 I, not queer, quiero. See, my sister's loving this. She's, she went to Spain. She absolutely loves this. Forrester Jane playing Valencia in December, which I'm fine about. Uh, but yeah, um, it means the curse of the fifth game. Ooh. Mexico, since 1986, have not made it past the round of 16. That is simply mad. That's the longest run ever of the same team going out and out and out. That is just unreal. So they get out of the group and then they just always lose the lose next game. Okay. Always lose it. It's just very tough for them. I'm going to put some money on that, I think. Yeah, them going out in the round of yeah, 16. I think so. that's, that's our tip. When the fun stops, stop. But Archie, <laughs> but, but Archie backs this, so it's going to happen. Okay. Any complaints, please do. Archie.wood at your in 3050. <laughs> sorry for getting yeah, sorry about <laughs> that. I just ended a lawsuit. Um, but they've got quite a good team, Raul Jimenez. Should be a good side and... I just think Mexico always slightly under-delivered, Denise, at World Cups. I mean, they do have a really good attack, at least. Mm. They've got Herving Lozano, who has been really, really mm. good for Napoli this season. Mm. Uh, can't say the same for Raul Jimenez. After his injury in the yeah. head, he hasn't been the same. But hopefully he turns up for this World Cup. Um, they've got a good team. Uh, well, most of them do play in the Mexican uh, uh, league. But hopefully they can get the better of Poland. Mm. But I don't see their defence containing Lewandowski, Matty Cash, 
Yes, there we go. A bit of positivity. The likes. Mm. Who is their keeper? Oh, yeah, I've got him here. Guillermo Ochoa. He's the guy that turns up every four years with the big <laughs> headband. Oh, <laughs> massive hair. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully we get to see him again against Poland. Um, now, the Chatting Like Champions boys have recorded a podcast that will review all the best European players from each league. Now, this should be a really exciting podcast, but they've also kindly reviewed a few teams for us. So here are the Chatting Like Champions reviewing Poland. In the same group as Argentina, Mexico and Saudi Arabia, Poland have quite a tough route out of the groups in my opinion. I think it's a toss up between them and Mexico. They came second in qualifying in the same group as England and actually beat us at one point in qualifying as well. So um, they have they have a good squad. Uh, Piotr Zielinski, uh, their star player at the moment playing extremely well over in Italy for Napoli. And yeah, they could they could potentially go on, get out of the groups and have a decent run. But they're not one of those teams that I'd be looking at come the end of the tournament to still be in it. But they, it's, it's, there's always that potential for that one team, such as the Denmark of the Euros, to go on. Because they have a fairly solid team. Um, but I would be really excited to see them go on late on in the groups. But I just don't think it is it's possible. Thank you, Kieran, for recording that. There's five more of those little segments. There's a whole 19 seconds dedicated to Morocco, so look oh. out for that. I'm sure you guys are all looking forward to that one. Poland, Robert Lewandowski, probably his last tournament. Robert Lewandowski, I'm sure, as uh, that joke always lands very well. Lewandowski. Uh, Lewandowski. Lewandowski. I'd love to see that again, just at Qatar, and just see everyone absolutely baffled by that. <laughs> um, Charlotte, how good could Lewandowski be? at this tournament playing against Mexico and Saudi Arabia, surely he's got to bag at least three, I'd say? Yeah, probably. Mm. I, I think without sounding horrible towards mm. Poland, there's probably not their only hope, but a mm. slight bit of hope for them that yeah. perhaps yeah. they don't have if he's not there. Yeah, I think he's their talisman. It's yeah. a fair thing to say. And obviously a big striker means... Saudi Arabia will probably do, I, I haven't researched this, they'll probably have quite big centre-backs in the sort of Iran style of, we're going to 70s this out. I think what they have now, with Matty Cash playing their, his first international tournament for them, is a bit more wing play than usual. Matty Cash is a fantastic player who we've all seen for Villa, who can just create something. He's an absolute delight to watch. And when he played for Forest, I was just, you always felt <laughs> like you had a little bit of chance with Matty, just because he did score goals at the depth. And I just think I'm gonna if Archie's got his safe bet of the game of the tournament, this is mine. Matty Cash will get an eighty-five minute plus goal this tournament. Ooh. I think I think Poland could actually surprise Argentina. Ooh. I think a draw could be could be on mm. the cards. Perhaps not a win. I still yeah. think Argentina will top the group and go through and go quite far. But I think Poland can actually bring it to them. With Lewandowski up top, as you say, a bit more mm. wing play. Yeah. And obviously like... he's a very good like player to whip balls in. Mm. Lewandowski we know is tall. So that can really solve that problem. Get his noggin on the end. Yeah, get his noggin in. And speaking of someone getting their noggin in, um, we are joined by Benedict Watson in a wonderful Wales oh, 2016 oh. shirt. It is, you are 2016, Lovely, the sir. Days. Lovely, sir. Right, we'll come days. back to uh, Group C in just a bit. Here to talk about Wales. Yeah. What does it mean to finally get a World Cup? I was incredible. I mean, it's been so long. And yeah. I think as a child, you always grow up and you think, the World Cup just isn't for Wales, you know, you just kind of oh. get used to it, just yeah. not yeah, being yeah. during we'll the World Cup. We'll come to the Euros, but not the World Cup. <laughs> well, maybe, it's why, as a child, like, not even the Euros, you just thought mid-tournaments, you're just watching England and, you know, whatever. <laughs> just hating them. Um, <laughs> Wales, do you think you can get out of the group? Absolutely, yeah, I think yes. we can, yeah. 
I think, I mean, we've never not got out of the group for a major tournament. Ooh, so, okay, um, okay. I think, obviously, World Cup is difficult. Yeah. It's a difficult group, but I think, like, we've definitely got a big chance, I think. What is the game that worries you the most? I mean, obviously, England's the, like, the hardest team in the group, you'd think. Um, when I saw we had them, I thought, like, we're definitely going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Just definitely. <laughs> but then seeing their bad form in the last Nations League okay. matches and things like that, I started to think more and more, I think we can do this. Now, we did get a one, you were 1-0 up, weren't you? Yeah. In, in 2016, 2016, in yeah. Bordeaux, I want yeah. to say. You had that great Gareth Bale goal, yeah. um, or, I, or you could argue... <laughs> Joe Hart's worst goal. <laughs> um, he's just always weak on free kicks, like low down. Sorry, it wasn't a good Bale kick at all. Um, Bale's last World Cup, maybe only World Cup. Hmm. What do you think he can produce? I mean, it's difficult because obviously he hasn't been playing much for LA. Mm. Um, he hasn't been playing much at all for any time <laughs> about five years. Yeah. Um, but he seems to always pull out the bag for Wales. Mm. And, you know, even if it is a free kick or something like that, yeah. he's one of those players, whenever he's on the pitch, we've got a chance of scoring. Like the Ukraine game, mm. where you just had that one moment of genius, where his legs might have come, uh, come and gone, his hair's slightly balding, that's why he's still got the man bun, I'm convinced. <laughs> but it must mean so much for him, as a, he's committed his whole career towards Wales. Mm. You've also got some lots of exciting youth players, which I think a lot of people are sort of forgetting. Ethan Ampadu, for one. I love Nico Williams. Mm. Uh, that's a shout-out for eco friends who also love <laughs> I wonder why Dom yeah, I wonder why they, they, they fancy him he's a good looking boy in fairness uh, Kiefer Moore's not too old um, Dan James the youth of Wales is positive mm. do you think we could see a lot of pace maybe from Wales yeah I mean you say Dan James I mean his final product is often lacking but he is, yes. <laughs> he is very quick though yeah. <laughs> and yeah no definitely like we do have a lot of young players and I think that's the thing that once Bale eventually does go I still think we've got a good group of players that will still continue to qualify for major tournaments. Now, getting my over the head, uh, over the Trent head on right now, Brennan Johnson. He's been absolutely superb. He scored two goals against Holland. I want to say mm. over the summer, uh, two absolutely beautiful. I think one of them was outside the box. Proper good goals. Will he be starting for Wales this year? I'd like him to. Oh, does Rob Page not back him? Oh, I don't know. I think I think Page likes to like stick with the players mm. that. He's trusted over mm. time and who have played for Wales for a long period. So I, th mm. I think he tends to kind of start with Dan James and High Wilson. Yeah. But I think over the summer, Brennan Johnson's played a lot more for Wales mm. and I could definitely see him starting with Brennan yeah. Johnson. He's such an exciting talent. Now, you've just come from football. Yeah. How did that game go? We lost 5-3, unfortunately. <laughs> but, Was this um, for Wales Sock? Yeah, for Wales Sock. <laughs> it's not a good sign, not a good but, sign. But, no, we say not a good sign. We've had a similar story where <laughs> in IMS over the last two years, we've been a bit of a laughing stock, barely ever won a game. This year, we've got promoted to the Premier Division. Oh, get it? But before this game, we'd won three on the, three on the bounce. Wow. So, uh, so you're in good form? We are in good form, yeah. Lovely stuff. Now, if you could pick one Welsh player to play for Welsh Sock... <laughs> Who would it be? Remember where you play, so you can't, so you've got, maybe you're, you're going to take yourself out of the team, are you managing, or are you taking Rob Page? Who, who are you taking from the Welsh setup? I mean, the thing is, like, obviously, like, Bale, like, obviously, Bale's, like, the one, but he gets injured so much. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. I'd take the caterers. The caterers, yes, because apparently Welsh cakes are, like, mm. throughout sport, everyone loves them. Apparently, uh, Gallant Thomas, uh, for Team Sky, I want to say, in the yeah. cycling, so 
cyclists have to have a very, very mature diet. Apparently, they were just whacking like Welsh cakes all over. <laughs> <like, laughs> it was like it was like Cardiff. Like, <laughs> so yeah, maybe they'll just be on the Welsh cakes. Now, I really want to hear your thoughts. Who is getting out of the groups uh, in Group B? Let's go to Charlotte first. Uh, who do you think will go out? England and Wales. Wales, Danush. Go on, say, mm. say the Yanks. England and the US. Yes, that's what I want to hear. Archie, who's getting out? Um, I think it's going to be England and Wales. Yeah. I just think England, uh, their sort of most interesting game and the game that they're fearing the most is Wales. And yet, for me, I think Wales are probably going to focus more on the US game because yeah. that's the game they sort of need to win yeah. to progress out the group because they've got to win two games. Hopefully, Iran should be yeah. job that, done. That's the thing with the order of the games. Like, having England last, you'd hope that... You're, you're perhaps, already there. Perhaps hope both of us might be there. Yeah. Or like, maybe England will be there and maybe not be too bothered. Mm. Yeah, you, you might have to throw it again. Actually, yeah, so you don't well, I, I, I'd love England. To, I'd love England to draw <laughs> against Wales because on the other side, because if we top the group, we have France, Holland. It's very tough. On the other side, Australia and Senegal will be our next okay. two games. Woo! That's my prediction. So you never know. For the first time, have England ever lost to Wales in your lifetime? No, I can't think of a I time. Think I think, I think time. it's eighty-four. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, maybe. And you had so many great players down the years. One person who does need a lot of recognition, though, Rob Page. Yes. Could you maybe explain to people who don't know who Rob Page is, what his background is, what's he like? I mean, Rob Page played for Wales back in the noughties, um, but he's a pretty kind of anonymous guy, isn't he? Yeah. And then, obviously, with the whole, like, Ryan Giggs thing, Mm -hmm. um, they put Rob Page in. I think he might have been involved in the setup in some way, but he brought him in as manager to kind of take over. And he's done a fantastic job. But I think the one thing that does worry me, uh, if we go back to Euro 2020, at Denmark game, I think he got showed up a bit tactically. Yes. And, but hopefully he's had a bit of time to kind of mm. develop that. Um, but I think what I love about Rob Page is he's just like a complete typical Welshman. Yes, he is. Like, I kind of like, whenever I walk on Wales, I just think I see Rob Page everywhere because, <laughs> because he's, yeah. he's just, he's so much like so many people I know from Wales. And I think that's sort of homeliness that I think Coleman had especially mm. and Gary Speed actually before him, um, who sadly passed away. It's just what I think Wales need. I think you've had people like Toshak, maybe, who was a little bit too grandiose. Mm. And Ian, uh, Mark, is it Ian Rush? Yeah. yeah. Ian Rush, yeah. No, he's I'm not. not sure if he Mark Hughes, managed, Mark Hughes, I'm thinking Hughes, of, yeah. yeah. Who just were a little bit too larger than life. But your squad announcement was from a social club in Triorki. Mm. Just imagine England doing that. Right, we're going to Hull for our press <laughs> Like It would just never happen. Right, we're get, we need to get back on topic. Um, so England and Wales, we're all saying... Bar Danush, I'll get out of the group stage. So Danush, might write that down. You could be absolutely right. He's the LeBron. Of he's the LeBron. Radio. So he's got to say <laughs> that actually. Now Group C, who do you think is getting out, guys? Argentina. We can all agree. Yes. Yep. One word answers. Archie. Poland. Poland. Ben. I've forgotten who's in Group C. Okay, that's a very good point. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mexico. Poland. Yeah, Poland. Poland. Mexico. Mexico. Poland. I'm going to disagree. I think Mexico. We'll have to put up for a vote uh-huh. on the group chat at the group chat and the TTIAD underscore URN Instagram. We'll have a nice story about that and see who we think is going to leave Group C. Now, France are next. No team have won the World Cup back to back since Pele's 1958-1962 team. Okay. Now, I'm just going to a little bit of a fact here. The last teenager to score and a World Cup final was Pele until Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Last time that happened, Wales was in one of those tournaments. Oh yeah, I mean, Pele, Pele's first ever goal for Brazil was against Wales in the quarterfinal. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get that in, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Could we see repeat? Could we see a double champion France? 
Well, hear your guys. Well, you you got to think of the curse. Have you, mm. You've heard yeah. you've heard of the curse mm. of not getting out of the group after you've won. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I I think they should do quite well. But I'd love to see Australia and Denmark just storm the group. France go out, go out mm. in the group I'd, stage. I'd love. Do you remember in 2010 where they just had a strike? Uh, moaned, Nicholas Alelka was sent home. They didn't get out of the groups. Mm-hmm. 2002, after they won their last World Cup, they got one point at the next World Cup. Mm. The curse continues. It's not since Brazil in 1994 how a team managed to get out of the group after winning. 1994? Yes, they won in 1994. <sighs> 1998, they got out. So 98, 2002, 2006, 2010, 2014. Could it be 2018's World Cup winners that don't get out of the group? They've got Australia, Denmark and Tunisia. I assume we're all going to say they're going to get out of that group, surely. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'd a mad so. stat, though. That yeah. is a, that is a man, man, yeah. 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 Now, is anyone... Mbappe is the one everyone's looking forward yeah. to. I think the problem with Mbappe is it's the same thing, same problem Cristiano has. Mm. Because uh, the media has been talking a lot about his presence in the Paris Saint-Germain mm. uh, dressing room and how, he's, how he basically owns PSG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, if it disrupts the dressing room in France it will cause problems and I mean I, I, I see them getting out of the group uh, them and Denmark but I don't see them progressing far yeah it's quite tough for them had a really disappointing game it was one of the most amazing games of football against Switzerland in the Euros yeah. when Mbappe misses that final penalty I think that might haunt him I think that might spur him on they really should be getting out of the groups. the second time in a row they've had Australia in their group so we'll move on to them but we can all agree France is leaving this group, yeah? yeah. The curse yeah. ends here. I think it's going to help that they're not the one, that the teams that be, people are focusing on. Yes. People yeah. focusing on the Argentinas, the Brazils. Mm. They're going, um, perhaps Portugal to an extent because mm. of Ronaldo, Ronaldo, but mainly yeah. Messi and then Brazil have got, absolutely, we're mm. going to come on to talk about it. They've got a stacked squad, stacked mm. lineup. Yeah. I think France might just slip under the radar. They haven't got too big a group. There's hopefully for them touching wood or whatever there will be no upsets and they'll I think they'll just sort of slowly make their way no, no real big scores no real upsets and, and get to semi-finals or something like that so Australia is our next team Australia put out possibly one of the best fights against France in the last tournament can you guys see any Australian kangaroos socceroos getting through or are they not really and no one seems that interested with them good kit they have a really good kit. I yeah. love their kit. Yes. I'm really disappointed that it was that far down in the rankings yeah. from the other night. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't really think they're going to get through. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no real excitement about this Australia no. team. So we're going to move on to Denmark, which the Chatting Like Champions boys have peppered in a few of their previews. So here is Denmark. Denmark, the quarter-finalists of the Euros. Um, they have a very solid team. There's no one in particular that really stands out, but they are just a very solid team. Obviously, Christian Eriksen being their leader, uh, the one that really brought them together last tournament due to his tragic accident. But, um, yeah, uh, Jesper Lindstrom, the one that we picked out, um, Frankfurt player, looks like a really solid player. Uh, they topped their their qualifying group and beat out Scotland and Austria to qualification, which you would kind of expect from this Denmark side. I expect good things from them, honestly. I think that they have the potential to go on and do quite well in this tournament and be a potential up- and cause a potential upset against opposition that are better than themselves. Thank you, Kieran. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Kieran. The last team in the group is Tunisia. They've only made it to the round of 16 a few times, twice I believe. Uh, and in 2004 they won the AFCON Cup of Nations, which is their only real honour. I can't see much from this team, guys. Has anyone got any favourite Tunisians in the room? Anyone? No? Okay. Hannibal Mesbri. Wow. 
Fair play, Danush. That, that, that deserves a Dom Allen clap. That, <laughs> very proud. Right. Who does he play for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's your seven favourite moments of his career? Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he was really good for the youth team for United. Uh, he did come on of the soft for a few games, but I haven't seen him since. Yeah, I think I can actually name one to join you. Uh, Mohamed Drager, who's at Forest but has not played a single game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella Luan, who played for Leicester City, but bar that, we're really learning low. Australia, uh, France and Denmark getting out of the groups. All say good eye. Yep. Okay, no one said I, but lovely. Aye, aye. <laughs> okay, now we're going to move on to Spain just after this little message about what you are into doing with Movember. Here at URN, we are partaking in Movember as Mo Bros and Mo Sisters. We're really delighted to support a charity raising awareness and money for men's health including testicular and prostate cancer, as well as mental health issues. We would love everyone to get as involved as possible with both fundraising and donating. Whether that's growing a moustache to raise funds and awareness. Moving 60 kilometres over the month for the 60 men we lose to suicide every hour across the world. Or creating a challenge with your friends or on your own. We've never needed you more. Head over to the Movember website and search for University Radio Nottingham to donate. Spain, a team that have performed very well recently in World Cups and Euros, uh, and I expect them to do well in this World Cup as well, with a crop of midfielders from mainly Barcelona, with Enrique favouring that sort of ticky-tack of football that Spain is classic for. I think we have potential to see uh, the emergence of one of the, the great Spain sides with young talent like Gavi and Pedri, and we may even see the return of the midfielder at false nine, which is uh, which happened at the 2012 Euros, with Gavi acting as maybe the Cesc Fabregas. So, lots of excitement for Spain. I do agree with Beaver here. I just think for this Spain team, they're a little too young in my opinion. This is their mm-hmm. 2006, before they go on to win a Euros just think they need a bit more time together they're exciting team they did very well they got to the semi-finals of the Euros I'm going to say Spain will get out of the groups here I hope you guys agree I Uh, think the only issue I have with Spain is the front three mm. with Morata leading Mm. it's he's he's not a good finisher Mm. Um, but otherwise they've got a great squad very very young Mm. Um, and another disagreement I have is he's going to start Unai Simons 100% Mm. over David Raya and uh, who was the other one I forgot Uh, Sanchez yeah Sanchez, because Sanchez is a much better goalkeeper than all three of them. Yeah, I reckon yeah. Sanchez probably should start. He should yeah. start. Well, it's mad. De Gea is not even in there. Yeah, he's not in there. I don't understand why. Not, I think it's due to his lack of ability with his feet. Arguably. Oh, he has. He is. <laughs> he is the one goalkeeper who actually saves with his feet. Yeah. Or do, or do you think it's because um, they've gone? Okay, this is actually the youth sort of tournament for us. We're going to try That's and get. So let's let's actually mm-hmm. completely start again. We'll, we'll start mm-hmm. from the back because Sanchez and Rea are sort of mid twenties or later twenties. Probably should mm-hmm. be around for the next two tournaments, the Euros mm-hmm. and then the World Cup. And De Gea is arguably probably dropping off a little bit, and yeah. in the next couple of years will continue to drop off. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they're going right. Let's let's actually start new, start new blood, mm-hmm. and uh, and get them in for this World Cup. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Spain did this before while dropping Raúl from the 2004 Euros and onwards. Really interesting. I think you've actually picked up on an mm-hmm. absolute. They're trying to recreate that 2010 team. Mm-hmm. Really good documentary out on the BBC at the moment. How to win a World Cup that talks about France, Spain and Germany, what the pressures of those teams were like going into the World Cup. Really interesting, do recommend it. Next up in the group of death is the mighty, mighty Costa Rica. You don't want to come up against them. This is their sixth time at the tournaments. They've reached a quarter-final once. Can you guys see them getting a single point anywhere in this group? 
Yeah. I can. Oh, yeah, okay. Plainly, plainly because I have them for <laughs> um, the thing. In the sweepstakes. Sweepstakes, yeah. yeah. Like Japan, um, Japan will be a, a pretty decent chance for Costa Rica. I, ooh, Japan mm. have done quite well in the past. They got an amazing game against Belgium yeah. in the last World Cup. Costa Rica aren't no mugs, must be said. They were not qualified for one tournament, uh, one World Cup this millennium. They're doing quite well. I think getting there for them, like Wales, it would have been in 2016. It's this sort of, we're glad to be here. Which means they can have a free hit against Germany, who we saw last World Cup slipped up against South Korea. Bit of hope for you there, Archie. <laughs> yeah, so you could you could chip in here. You could, yeah. you could win this. But Costa Rica in the group of death, very tough. We're going to talk about Germany. Very interesting. Very interesting. They're not at their peak. They're in this sort of late noughties met, I like to call it. They say <laughs> a bad German side gets to a World Cup final. A good World Cup German side wins a final. Mm. How arrogant are the Germans? <laughs> um, but yeah, they've got a very, very interesting team. What do you guys think of them, Archie? Uh, yeah, I think they've got a, a team that could, well, top this mm. group, definitely. Mm. As you just said, Spain is uh, not at their heights of uh, 2010, 20, mm. 2014 anymore. Uh, maybe not 2014, actually. We're not in the groups. But uh, but so Germany should be able to go uh, pretty deep in this competition. Maybe not the uh, the, the likes of Spain, uh, France and, and Brazil. Mm. Uh, one man I want to talk about is Marco Reus, though. Go I just feel go. so yeah. sorry that he's... Uh, I think he's only been to one major tournament mm. uh, in his whole career because he's just injured all the time and yeah. poss- possibly uh, could uh, be something to do with when the World Cup is this year, being in the winter, mid-season, etc., etc. But I feel like that's uh, just little stuff like that could actually hinder teams that have um, have a couple of injuries. England is, is an ex- example, and, and so is Germany. So, yeah, mm. disappointed. Germany obviously went out of the group stages last time, Ben. I assume that's not going to happen again. Yeah, I mean, you say they're not at their peak, but kind of like you said, well, if like, the bad team gets to the mm. final... Mm. Well, it's Germany. You always, they've always got a chance, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. And you'd definitely back them to get out of the group, um, maybe and potentially further. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte, any thoughts on Germany? They can't be to get out of the group, surely. Mm. Like, yes, the group of death. But if you look at that, you'd back Spain and Germany mm. to get out of that group. The one team I'm a little bit excited for is Japan. They've got a few players that burst onto the scene at Arsenal, and they've got three good players. Up mm. at Celtic, Denise, mm. you've been looking into Japan for us. Yeah. What can we expect from them? They've got a great squad. Um, they've got Takumi Minamino, um, mm. who plays for Monaco, mm. um, and I think uh, Kieran's going to be very, very excited to see <laughs> um, Mitoma, yeah, um, in the squad, uh, playing at left wing as well. Um, I think um, I have. The, I was when I when I saw the Japanese squad, I was a bit surprised not seeing Furashi mm. and Hatate in the team, because they they play very very well for Celtic, especially last season mm. uh, and this season as well. Um, and but apart from that, based off their previous 2018 World Cup run, which was absolutely amazing, yeah, they have a very very good chance mm. this season, especially with the new young talent that has bursted onto the scene. Mm. It's a shame though in this group because I'd love to see them maybe in the next group or the one after and have a chance to get out. I just think Spain and Germany, any appeals for that? We'll get out of this group. Yeah, probably. I think those two are the strongest team. It probably is a group of death just because those two are so big, but there's mm. no real group of death like Germany were in last time where there yeah. was uh, three, three big teams. Three teams that actually were really good. Yeah. Uh, let's move uh, on to the next group, uh, Belgium their last chance at the golden generation. Uh, Charlotte, Kevin De Bruyne has been something else this year. Can he turn it on for the Red Devils? 
I mean, he's he's already playing so well at City. He's mm. arguably the best player probably in the world at the minute. So I don't see how his form will drop mm. unless he gets injured. That's the only way I can see it not like mm. happening for him is if he gets injured. How disappointed do you think he is going to be, Charlotte, when he realises he doesn't have Haaland on the edge of each, all of those <laughs> probably, wonderful Probably crosses. quite disappointed, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Big Rom will be able to get on the end of something. But, uh, <laughs> probably a sandwich, more likely. <laughs> um, Belgium should get out of this group. How far do you think Belgium can go? Only made a semi-final, uh, made, the, made the final, sorry, last time. Surely they can go on from here. Yeah, I think they could go on. I don't. I just don't. As you say, their golden generation is coming to the end. I mm. think it's, it's possibly this is their last chance, mm. and so hopefully they'll be aiming for I think semis this year, yeah. and some somehow with a luck, bit of just actual grit and determination, mm. making it into the final. We saw that determination in the game against Japan in round of sixteen, yeah. scoring that late goal. No Fellaini at this tournament. Devastated. He's going to be a massive, massive miss. No, yeah, we all miss him, and I'm sure Man United <laughs> still miss him. Uh, let's move on to Canada. It's their first World Cup since uh, 1986. Uh, there's not a lot to say about Canada, bar Alfonso Davies. Nah. Um, yeah, I think we can um, move on from them, shall we say? This think, are they going to be able to get a uh, point? Are they going to be a Morocco? Bit of Qatar? Morocco should be interesting. You reckon? That, I can't believe I just said Morocco. Canada Morocco is going to be an interesting game. Mm -hmm. But let's see who that interesting game will be as the Chatternight Champion Boys reviewed Morocco. Morocco, uh, an African team who are probably not going to get out of the group, but I've got star players like Ashraf Hakimi of PSG, a flying fullback uh, slash wingback, and Hakim Ziyech on the wing. Best of luck to Morocco, but doesn't look like it's going to be a great tournament for them. Thank you, Pavan, for very, very succinctly reviewing Morocco. Let's move on to Croatia. Now, they've made a World Cup final before. Uh, they made it in uh, 2018 and 1998. In 2002, the year after, they lost in the final. They got to the quarter-finals. So can we expect Croatia to make the quarter-finals again, Benedict? I think they've got a chance. Mm. They're but not looking as, as exciting as they were four no, years previously. Obviously, previous for like Modric, are quite old now, and yeah. like, so it's it's not the same as they might have been in they look, previous times. They look quite cumbersome too. Uh, like eighteen months ago, and the, yeah. uh, the England tore through them really. So, could we see maybe an outsider? Could maybe Canada get through, or Croatia, Danish, the only team that were Belgium, Croatia, the only two teams that could get out of this group? Or are you expecting a little bit of surprise? Um, I think. Mm, Modric still has he might be old but he still has a lot of class mm. he has a lot of ta quality in his game um, but it is a very ageing squad um, yeah. and I don't think they would have been able to run as much as they used to in 2018 I think they got lucky with this group definitely having Canada and Morocco really helps them be able to get out of the group and, and, and come second to to Belgium yeah. and then therefore go on from there. It might give them a bit of confidence if they get a couple of wins under their belt against yeah. Canada and Morocco and go go further. Morocco actually I just I think they could pull out a little bit of surprise but I think that's going to be against Canada so Belgium <laughs> and Croatia. Crunch seems, time against oh, it's, Canada. Again it's one of those exciting World Cup <laughs> fixtures but weirdly we would watch this in the summer but we've all got work to do I'm sure and we're all going to put our degrees first. No, Aren't we guys? Aren't we? Yes. Sure. Thank you, Freshers, I believe in you. <laughs> uh, Brazil are in the next group uh, with Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. Brazil, everyone's a little bit excited about. Gabby from Eco Frenzy, the show before us, has them in the sweepstakes. Archie, yeah. Brazil. 
They're surely favourites. I think they are. Well, I don't know if they are technically favourites. I think mm. Argentina are the bookies' favourites, but I, I have my money on Brazil. I think they're going to absolutely storm it. They've got, yeah, decent group. Serbia will be an interesting game. Other two, Switzerland and Cameroon, probably they should uh, breeze past them and go, yeah, make it to the final, I think. And uh, an Argentina-Brazil final will be very, very interesting. Um, no South American team has gone, have won a tournament since 2002 at the World Cup. This is the longest ever wait for a South American team to, uh, a constant wait to win, either between Europe or South America. Can you see that drought ending, Ben? I think so. Um, I think it does look like yeah, Brazil and Argentina might be the, the, the kind of strongest teams in this tournament. Mm. Which is which is a good uh, change. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, you want obviously it's a World Cup. You don't yeah. want one continent dominating, do you? No, totally. And good. and it's great to see. Well, I think when Brazil are doing well, it's great to watch them, isn't it? And yeah. The kind of idea of it being a bit like a home of football kind of thing. Yeah. It's just this sort of beautiful great. game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ben, you're gonna love this text. That Benedict really knows what he's talking about. <laughs> that is a genuine texter. We haven't sent it. You're getting love. Okay. Now to another person who knows what they're talking about. Charlotte, the home of Serbian football, is um you apparently. What have you researched about Serbia for us? So, as Serbia itself, they haven't... Like, the first World Cup was in 2006. Mm. And as Serbia, they haven't got past the group stage. But as Yugoslavia, as the old Yugoslavia, they have reached the third place... the The third place game as such. So you're pro them rejoining. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's, that's what I took from that. Just I so they have not say that. They have a good football team. And you know what? I like that, Charlotte. I like the mentality. We're going to go to Switzerland from the chatting like champions, boys. A solid team in Switzerland who have had a tough time in qualifying uh, may or may not have a good World Cup. Very hard to predict, uh, but they are solid across the board with players like Granit Xhaka um, leading the squad. But Switzerland in a tough group with Serbia and Brazil. Uh, who knows what could happen, but probably will be a poor one. Interesting recording there. Uh, I'm not sure what's happened to that. Um, but uh, they're an interesting team. Switzerland have been in and about many tournaments, but never really made a mark. Cameroon, on the other hand, famous for their World Cup exploits. They're 43rd in the FIFA rankings. And this is a great name. Andre Frank Zambu Agisen is their big player. Mm. He plays for Napoli. I love that name. This is a real sort of fight. Brazil will top the group, we can all agree. Yeah. Who's yep. coming second? Is it Mitrovic's Serbia? Is it uh, Granit Xhaka's Switzerland? Can't, or is it Andre, Frank, Zambu and Giesen's Cameroon? I'm going to go around the room, let's start Archie. I think it's Serbia. I don't think there should be too much conversation. Uh, people might uh, disagree, but I think they're actually one that's a little dark horse for me. I think they're looking really, really strong. Dark horse. Ben? I think this is one of the tightest groups in terms of that yeah. battle for second. I'm going to agree with Archie and go with, with Serbia, I think. Yeah. Danish. I'm going to agree and go with Serbia. Uh, it's going to be close between Serbia and Switzerland. That is going to be a game to watch. Mm. But Serbia do have a lot of quality up front and at the back as well. So, The home of Serbian football. Charlotte takes the mic. Uh, I'm also going to agree and say Serbia. Brazil and Serbia are our two picks to leave the penultimate group, leading us to the final group. Portugal, Ronaldo, Danish, so <laughs> for it. Are you pro? Are you still pro? Still? No, I'm not. Okay. I just like saying it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I've got just a little... like saying it. <laughs> what do you think about Ronaldo? What's going on? How will that affect the Portuguese team? Um, there has been a lot of friction within the Portuguese team. Uh, I don't know if the listeners have seen the video of Bruno Fernandes greeting uh, Cristiano Ronaldo when he came into the dressing room. Is it awkward? It was very, very awkward. Um, I mean, obviously, he gave an interview after that where he was asked about the interaction 
and he was like, "Oh, there's no problems between us." But obviously, he's gonna say that in front of cameras. Mm. Uh, I mean, the v- people who have watched it can see the change in expression in Ronaldo's face when he mm. when he greeted Bruno Fernandez, mm. and the way he greeted his other teammates was very very different. Obviously, him doing that um, interview has impacted chemistry between Fernandez and uh, Ronaldo, uh, and it might have impacted the whole dressing room vibe um so yeah they've got a really good squad to be fair uh with Bruno Fernandes uh, I don't know if Jota is injured or is he in the squad I'm not too sure I will say this surely Charlotte a Ronaldo with a point to prove is a very dangerous beast to have on a football pitch yeah but I still don't know if he'll start because of mm. the whole yeah. what's happened in the media I'm not sure you think he'll start he'll start because the man the ma- Portuguese manager he is basically he has he's, he's hasn't got much on his CV really. Mm. He just goes with him, just whack him in the tee because he's the best player. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And he's, he, I mean, he is the captain. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to start, and if he doesn't start, it's going to be a massive, massive punch to Ronaldo's face. For me, I'm just really disappointed in him. To be fair, as yeah. a, as a top as, level as, sportsman. As, as, sorry, I, I thought we were going to say as his father. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. he definitely listens to me, and <laughs> he, he'll, yeah, he does. He really does. He'll be really actually, annoyed. I'm, but I'm just, I'm just disappointed because he's the top, uh, top footballer in the world he's the one that people most people look at uh, lots of kids is probably their his he- their hero yeah. and for him just to sort of turn his back on a the team that got him to where he was yeah. in uh, in man united back in the early 2000s and now he's come back there and he's trying to win some trophies with them he's to do that to to them before a world cup and uh, and before sort of his last outing as a Portugal player, I just think it's really really poor, bit a little bit arrogant for me. And uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think one thing I say about Portugal, they do sometimes play better without Ronaldo. Yeah, because they don't just go to Ronaldo. Um, I think the New York Cosmos had Pele for about two seasons, and all the players would just pass to Pele. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that Portugal just rely on Ronaldo in that same way. Oh, what should I do? I'll pass to Ronaldo. They don't play their t- best game with him, but Ronaldo, like we just said unreal character and led them to that 2016 Euros yeah. got to move on Ghana they've just lost their keeper Jojo Wallacott who broke his thumb before uh, the tournament and final war game meaning they don't have a regular keeper they have got the <laughs> RU brothers Thomas Party and Tariq Lamptey they could be a very spicy team to watch Ghana Uruguay South Korea and Portugal I can't pick this one I can really I can't. just say yeah. can we just uh, have a flashback back to Ghana versus Uruguay yeah. Where Luis Suarez yes. was absolutely atrocious with that handball. Mm. I mean, that broke my heart watching it back. I mean, that shouldn't have happened. He's he's. Well, we d- in fairness, they did have the penalty. He, they did have the penalty, yeah, so but it's not it's not it's Suarez's fault that they didn't score. Everyone forgets that. Everyone thinks that it's almost he denied them their last goal scoring opportunity. He gave them a penalty. That's oh, fine then. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, fine. It's fine. It, yeah. He should have celebrated like <laughs> he, he did. Done it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I know what if England did that. Okay, I'll swap this one to Ben because he's a moral man. Okay, <laughs> we're really running low on time. Okay, Balo or Gunter pings the ball out of the, from the net on the line. Would you accept him as a Welsh hero? Yeah, no, see, I agree that I don't see the problem with it. Yeah, he's got sent off. He's been yeah, punished. no, like it's a, it's a decision. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's a bit like you know, like taking like sliding tackle, like yellow card, or it's not like Thierry Henry they handling know the, the ball in against the Irish. But that like, game, you know, he knows what the punishment is. Yeah. just a choice to, to take the punishment. It should be a good game to watch, though. Yeah, that'd be a really good game. No African team has made a semi-final ever. Let's hope Ghana can change that. Uruguay is our final chatting like champions team. I wonder who's on this one. 
Uruguay in Group H and could probably almost likely finish second or maybe even first if they play better than Portugal. A very hard side to break down. Barcelona centre-back Araujo is nursing his injury but could be back for uh, some of the games, maybe not the first one though. And they've got a midfield that is absolutely monstrous with Ben Tancur, Federico Valverde and Manuel Ugarte um, with of course Luis Suarez aka Chewy Suarez and Darwin Nunes up front, a team to definitely look out for. Thank you, Pavan, for the Chewy Suarez. I'm not forgetting that one. The Chatternight Champions boys have done a European preview of the tournament that should be available very soon on URN underscore sports, Spotify, Anchor, uh, podcast stream. That's what mm. I was looking for. South Korea, Hyungmin Son, we're really running low on time. I just come off an eye operation, should be good for the tournament. They did make a shock last tournament. So it could be an interesting group, this. Right, go around, two teams, who's leaving this group? Uh, I think it's going to be Uruguay and South Korea. Uruguay, South Korea. Benedict? Portugal and Uruguay. Portugal, Uruguay. Portugal, South Korea. Portugal, South Korea. Portugal, Portugal, Uruguay. Interesting. What about you? What about you? I'll say Portugal, South Korea. I think that is the teams that are going to get through. Right, I don't mean this. No more. Don't need any explanations. One word answers, unless it is a two nation, two word nation. Archie, who's winning the World Cup? Brazil. Benedict. Argentina. Danish. Argentina. Lovely. Brazil. Charlotte. Wonderful. Thank you for listening to. Uh, they think it's all Doha. Keep it. You are in.